Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This episode of Pit Panther Rants and other sportsmen's podcast is brought to you by the Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Check them out, www.sportsdrink.org, or go to our Instagram page. It's at, at Sports Drink. Just remove the vowels, go check them out. How do I say goodbye? Welcome into the Pit Panther Rants and other sportsmen's podcast. Watt Harris, your host. And yes, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Pitt's reign as ACC champion, and of course, probably even Coastal Division champion. Is officially gone, wiped out. All right, let's stop with the boys, the men. Yeah, Saturday night at Louisville, Pitts reign as ACC champion, and probably, well, let's be honest, Coastal Division as well was gone. Twenty twenty one was a fun year, lots of memories, lots of joy, but. We're back to the same reality that we faced as Pitt fans, like we always have, where we we have a season with expectations where we think it's going to be a good year, on paper at least, and then when you roll out the product, it's just, it's bad. You know, it's kind of like when you roll out like a, you know, a new car or something on the assembly line. 
my design looks great or, you know, if it's soft, you know, even if it's soft bird, you know, anything, it's great. My design, then it fails. It's kind of like the Titanic, you know, Titanic was unsinkable. Nothing, you know, suppose he was all full of steel, but then when he realized that, then he realized that, um, they did, in fact, when they were building the ship, cut some corners. And there's some things and factors they didn't take an account when they were sailing. And I was going into a um, ice, uh, a sea of icebergs in, ver- in, rig- in, ver- in you know, really, really cold water. You know, freezing water. And, yeah, I mean... I guess you could say this season was like, I mean, you could probably say this season was like the Titanic in a way. You know, we had this awesome defense, which we still kind of do. You know, Izzy's back. We have the, we have the, even though we lost Jordan Addison to the portal. You know, we lost Jordan Addison to the portal. Our wide receivers were still good. You know, we just had it all going for us. But, you know, West Virginia, we kind of struggled a little bit. But we pulled off the win. Tennessee came, and we, you know, despite, you know, Keto looked a little better that game. And if, if he doesn't get hurt, we probably win. That fell apart. Then Georgia Tech happened. You know, we exercised our demons against, against Western Michigan, at least. Georgia Tech happened, and then this happened. I mean, this game, I don't even know where to begin with it. I'm not going to really analyze it too much because it's, all I can say is when I was watching it, I thought to myself, how in the hell are we still tied with these guys at 7-7? Keelan Slovis was 16-29, 150-yards passing, Two picks, both of them really critical ones, and, he, and on top of that, he had a fumble six, which wasn't really entirely his fault. And uh, nobody, the guy went in on block pretty much. Uh, Izzy had a nice game, given the fact he had the, you know he was basically a one man sh- one one man show. Given Bartholomew two catches twenty four yards, Jerry Wayne two catches twenty one yards. I mean, if you look at the, pit, the stats for Pitt in terms of receiving, I mean, it's not going to get done. And, of course, ESPN's playing their damn ads while I'm talking. But, yeah, Pitt lost two fumbles. You know, Hammond lost one. Slovis lost one. It's just, Yeah. Overall, it was a bad game. Supposed to see Dennis had a nice game. And Shane Simon did as well. Yeah, just a lot of unfortunate things happened for Pitt today. Let's see, anything else? A.J. Woods had a nice pick. I mean, there's just some, you know, good, you know, some silver linings. But overall, Louisville didn't do much either in this game. But they made enough plays to win it. I mean, Pitt, for some reason, can't. Pitt has a hard time for some reason with trick plays. 
don't know what it is. If I was any type of a team, I would be running lots of trick plays. I'm sure when they face North Carolina next week, they'll throw some trick plays. But, I mean, Pitt's opening as a four-and-a-half-point dog against North Carolina next week. Or this, um, let's see, 10-29? Saturday? Yeah, they're a four-point underdog. Four-and-a-half-point underdog. Which is pretty generous, if you, if you, if you think about it. Because... Well, it's generous for North Carolina because, I, I mean, I would be hammering the four and a half for North Carolina. That's just how I feel about it. I'm not sure how you guys do, but, yep. But, yeah, I mean, I just thought to myself, are we still really tied with these guys at, you know, at 7-7? Seven, seven? Now, Penner Doozy is... Sticking with uh, Keon Slovis as his quarterback. That's his guy. I, I mean, I'm not sure why. I mean, if Pat's trying to get fired from, you know, and get a buyout, I mean, I'm, I mean, if he's trying to, you know, get something leaked, I mean, I don't know. Okay, something just popped up on my timeline about the Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin leaks, supposedly. Uh, let's see. Okay, there's a naked celebration of Wisconsin volleyball um, volleyball players. I mean, I'm, I, I hope that they... Well, you don't like the stuff being leaked out. I mean, but if you're making... I mean, if... As long, I mean, if they made the videos, they made the videos. But if somebody shot these videos and leaked them, yeah, that's kind of jacked up. And I guess I, I, I think he's uh, and I think they're selling them too. I have to look at this more and see, figure it out. But yeah, um, yeah, we'll have to get back into this. I'm gonna have to do, do some more digging into this, but yeah, I mean, if if they if they posted these, I mean, here's the thing: when you post stuff on the internet, it's it's there forever. So whether they whether they posted it or, I mean, somebody else posted it that probably shouldn't have. I mean, that stuff is there forever. I mean, but and I guess the I guess I'm reading that the person who's has the videos is selling is selling them. I mean, I don't know. I think you're just about, you know. Oh, let's see. It's a susp- Okay, the count got suspended. Okay, so, yeah. I'll have to do some more digging into this. But, yeah, that, that just popped up in my timeline right now. But, you know, regardless, if it's on the internet, it's there forever. Okay, now, um, I, f- I flew off talking to Naked Volleyball you know, volleyball players, women, of course. Um, I mean, sure. If, I'm sure if, if I'm, you know, I'm sure if it's naked guys, I'd, I, I would have came across my timeline. I would have mentioned it as well. But either way, regardless of gender, if you're posting, if you're posting stuff on the internet, it's it just it's gonna be there forever. You, you know, no matter what, someone's gonna always gonna have a copy of it. 
Uh, let's see. I'm going to the whole thing here. We have to get into the Steelers later, but because obviously there's some things going on there. Back to Pitt. Now, I said early in the um, season, before this season began, that this was probably going to be a more important one than last year's season. This this was going to be a season where whether you prove or not that you're here to stay. And fortunately, we got our answer on Saturday. It wasn't the answer we wanted. It was basically last year, all the pieces fell in the right place. And we just happened to win 11 games. And maybe that's just what our program is at this point. That's what it's going to be. Is, you know, we're going to have a bunch of 7-5, seasons, possibly 6-6. Six and six. Then somewhere every once in a while we may hit, you know, hit magic. Or we may not ever again. But it may be another 40 years before this happens. So it's just hard to say. I mean, we knew our reign was eventually going to end, but we didn't think it would end like this bad. Like, it would be, it would go from lighting up defenses to this whole mess. Now, Frank Sinetti's offense, I've seen it before, Pitt. It could be a really good offense. It was really good in 2009, but we had, let's see, a senior in Bill Stahl. We had. Deal Lewis and Ray Graham. We had a really good offensive line. We had Jonathan Baldwin and we had Doran Dickerson. Nate Byam. Henry Hanoski. We had a really good offense. And then we saw what Frank Sinead's offense the next year was without Bill Stahl. It was Tino Senzari, basically. And it was a disaster. And for the most part, it was pretty much a disaster. And that's what we're seeing right now. As one person mentioned to me, Keon Slovis is more of a spread quarterback. He operates better of a spread offense. If you put him in a pro style, it's not going to work. Now, on top of that, his receivers have been a disappointment as well. I mean, overall, the whole passing game has been a disappointment. That's what I mentioned in the last podcast. But it's just, I mean, the, the drop-off has just been pretty bad. I mean, we, we're we four, uh, 4 and 3 now. I don't know if, I mean, I don't even know if we can get the 7 wins. But Pat is very stubborn and sticking with Keto and Slovis, and I have no idea why. Maybe he wants to be right, or he just wants a nice buyout if Heather wants to fire him. I mean, unless he's going to take on our job somewhere. Which, I mean, I'm not sure where he's... Well, he could go to Wisconsin because they would definitely would love him there. I'm not sure where he would go. Because, if I mean, if teams... If, if programs see what's happening here, they're not going to hire him. If you, if you wanted to leave, you leave after 11-2. After 11-2-11-3 season. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Now let's look at the rest of the ACC. Let's get into that because I'm not going to talk much more about this. 
Pat does have an ego. He does. I think he wanted a balance between the run and the pass. And it just didn't really happen. He got more than just a balance. He got more running. I mean, they were they were, they were basically clowning the passing game on television. But let's look at the rest of the ACC. Virginia defeats Georgia Tech 16-9. Still have no idea how he lost to them, but whatever. Clemson beat Syracuse 27-21. Syracuse led for most of this game, and they just... Uh, Clemson made a QB change, and that was the... In the end, that was the big difference. Is uh, their quarterback... Clemson's quarterback just couldn't get it done. I'm not going to pronounce his name. But I fully expect him to be in the transfer portal next year, and I'm, I'm sure he'll be at Pitt next year. Because like I can see Pat going... Yeah, we saw this guy in the portal, and, you know, I don't know why he was there. You know, I don't know why Clemson gave up on him so much. Wake Forest defeats Boston College, so wait, so Boston College is a mess. Duke destroys Miami. I mean, it could be worse. We could be Miami right now, which we'll probably lose to them as well. We'll end up losing to them. I mean, they dumped all this money into their program, and they're like they're they're worse off now as they were last year. And as we look at the rest of the top twenty-five, was there really anything good happening? Well, High State destroyed destroyed Iowa. We knew that. Uh, Bama defeats Mississippi State. LSU killed Ole Miss. TCU is seven zero thirty-eight twenty over Kansas State. Oregon is six and one. Or I'm, I'm surprised. I didn't think they would get this far of Bo Nix. I'm, I was wrong about that. But Oklahoma State defeats Texas, and they were they were without a whole bunch of people. They still won. Wake, uh, let's see. Penn State defeats Minnesota. SMU and Tulane kills Memphis. Well, Tulane just Tulane beats Memphis 38-28. What was crazy about this? Tulane outscored Memphis. They had thirty-five nothing lead, and they were outscored twenty to three in the second half, and still won. Well, if you if you do the math, that's quite obvious. But still, to give twenty points in the second half and still win is kind of kind of you know. Wow. No, I did watch the Steelers last night, and that game was a pile of garbage. The Steelers had every opportunity to win that game. Yeah. It just didn't happen. I mean, it's a whole combination of things. It's play... <coughs> excuse me. It's play calling... Receivers tripping over themselves. Who, who Receivers who claim to be top three receivers... Tripping over themselves. Part of it's Kenny as well. But I think eventually, as bad as things have been, Kenny kind of has to start showing. He's, I mean, he, the potential's there. But eventually he's going to have to show that he can get it done. Because if he doesn't, I mean, there's, a, there's just a little um, slope where if you just can't get over the hump, 
you're going to remain there no matter what. It doesn't matter what they put, what talent they put around you or what they change. You're still going to be where you're at. So eventually, Kenny's going to have to get it done. And that wasn't a golden opportunity last night for him to get it done. And he just couldn't do He was just unable to do it for several reasons. Well, for one, they had a nice drive towards the end. Well, the one drive they had, they had, what was it? A whole... Uh, uh, legal shift and a holding penalty back to back. I mean, so a lot of it's not his fault, but he's. I mean, the potential is there, but he's got to really show something, I guess is what I can say. Because the thing is, is a lot of these quarterbacks, when they get drafted and they get. When they're surrounded by a pile of shit. The, it, you know, a lot of times our confidence gets shook. And it doesn't to a point where it doesn't matter what they put around them. They're just not going to get over that hump. And he's basically he's got he's got to do that. I mean, I saw you know I saw here with David Carr and the Texans where Carr was very talented, but the Texans' offensive line was horrible. Everything was, and by the time they, they put the pieces together for him. Well, everything about him was just was, was just gone. Confidence gone. He took too many hits, and you know the Texans eventually moved on from him. That's what happens with some of these picks, you know. When they, you know, so I I just don't want you know pick the you know pick it to fall into that realm. I mean, you you want your first round pick at QB to succeed because. That's a very important piece of the puzzle. But, I mean, Miami didn't do themselves no favors either. I thought they should have won this game by more. It's just the play calling seemed a bit odd with them. Because they were moving the ball on us, or the Steelers, I should say, because I'm not part of the team. They were moving the ball on them, and they would get to, you know, to the red zone, and it just they would sputter. It was like the play calling was just weird. I don't know. But... As we, if you look at Pitt's reign, I mean, we're going back to Pitt to close out. If we look at Pitt's reign as ACC champion, I mean, I think it's it's it lasted longer than a lot of things. I mean, it lasted longer it lasted longer than Chevy Chase's uh, talk show that he had in, in the early nineties. I think that was all for like a few episodes, and that was it. Uh, they lasted longer than Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's reign as Intercontinental Champion, because if you remember. He won the he won the belt over Macho Man and um, at WrestleMania three, and then not too long after that, he um, he lost to Honky Tonk Man. And it's, I remember I remember as a kid watching that and being shocked when he lost to Honky Tonk Man because I rooted so so much for him to get revenge on Randy Rent, you know on Randy Savage and he did he finally got the win in that match against against the WrestleMania 3 which is probably you can make the argument that was better than the Hogan Andre match I mean it was just really good but I mean it's hilarious when you read the backstories of all these because Ricky wanted to take some time off because I guess he was getting ready to have a baby or he was planning to have a kid with his wife. And Vince McMahon, being the man that he, the person he was, wasn't having it. So he, so he, he, um, he made plans to have Ricky lose the, lose the belt. 
And it went to it went to Honky Honky Tonk Man, I remember, and Honky Tonk Man actually was a really good uh, Eric Carnell champion. And that's the same thing that happened to Hulk Hogan too. Hulk Hogan had this do- after being Andre had this do- dominance. Same thing. He wanted to have kids. Vince obviously wasn't having it. I mean, he was a guy who gave who made your sport your your company really popular. And in turn, you can't give you, you're not willing to let him take time off from the belt. So he lost, he ends up losing the belt on, I think it was Saturday night's main event. He lost it. I think he lost to the Bundy. I think if I remember correctly, either Bundy or giant. I forget who it was. He lost to, I have to look and see it was, it was either Bundy or giant. One of the two. I think it was like a rematch or something. I think it was, uh, yeah. The bell went to Ted DiBiase, supposedly, but then um, the commissioner vacated the title and then they had a tournament to see who would win it. But yeah, I, as a kid, I was crushed when Hulk Hogan lost the title. Pretty much killed, I think it pretty much killed my, my love for wrestling at that point because I was a big wrestling fan at that point and when he lost, I was like, eh, whatever. I stopped watching it. I didn't really start watching WWF until, or E, I should say, until the Attitude Era. And that was late 90s. I mean, that's when it was really good. I mean, well, it was, they were doing a whole lot of stuff in that, <laughs> in that whole thing. I mean, it was, Basically, it was basically sex, drugs, and rock and roll was that whole, that was that whole thing. But yeah, I mean, Pitt lasted longer than Ricky's, Ricky's, you know, Ricky's reign as reign champion. Lasted longer than Chevy Chase's uh, TV show. They, they lasted longer than a lot, lot of things, so nothing to hang our heads on. That's something, you know, the, the thing about as we close this podcast. Anyways, guys, hell to Pitt. Talk to you later in the week.